This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, legislators are looking to take action to ensure the Postal Service remains functional the rest of the year. Military contractors could see some cash for work that should have been done during the coronavirus pandemic. And a bit of relief for contractors and a new rule banning them from using Chinese telecommunications products. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Top Democrats on the Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee introduce a bill that would roll back recent operational changes at the Postal Service. The Delivering for America Act prohibits USPS from impacting the speed of mail delivery through the end of the year. The bill from Senators Gary Peters and Tom Carper would also prevent cuts to overtime pay or reducing hours of operation at post offices. The Veterans Benefits Administration found a way to process incoming mail more quickly. VBA says an artificial intelligence solution is cutting mail processing times down from 10 days to 1. The software reads the mail contents and then automatically routes them to employees working on the next step of the claim. VA says the new process allows the department to process and respond to benefits claims more quickly. VBA receives over 550,000 pieces of mail a month. After calling on Congress to extend certain deadlines, the Census Bureau is accelerating efforts to complete the 2020 effort on time. Now the Commerce Department's Inspector General is asking Director Stephen Dillingham for an explanation of how the Bureau is making up for lost time. The IG asks why the Bureau is no longer asking Congress to extend statutory deadlines for delivering apportionment and redistricting data and how it's able to complete field operations by the end of September. A new IG report reveals previously unspoken concerns about loans for IT modernization initiatives. Here's Federal News Network's Jason Miller with details. Some agency CIOs have been hesitant to apply for funding under the Technology Modernization Fund, or TMF, and for the first time, we find out why. CIOs at component agencies at the Homeland Security Department told the agency's inspector general that they're concerned about the Modernizing Government Technology Act's five-year payback period for the loan. In a new report issued yesterday, the IG says at least three component CIOs say the loan came with unreasonable payback terms. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. Military contractors may finally get money to pay their employees for work that could not be done due to the coronavirus pandemic. Defense Department acquisition head Ellen Lord says her office is finalizing guidance that will expedite payments of $2 million or less. That's instead of figuring out costs on a contract-by-contract basis. DOD previously estimated that it would take more than $10 billion to pay back contractors that could not work. Federal contractors and contracting officers apparently have some relief from the Section 889 rule that's got the federal IT world in an uproar. Federal News Network's Tom Temin reports. Sources tell Federal News Network the Office of the Director of National Intelligence has issued a waiver to at least one agency, good until September 30th, of the requirement that no company using banned Chinese telecom gear can get a federal contract. The so-called 889 rule otherwise went into effect yesterday. Several civilian agencies reportedly have already received notice of that waiver. Industry has complained that the rules for implementing the law are vague, and Congress has not yet agreed to extend the statutory deadline. I'm Tom Temin. Here's a new wrinkle to the Section 889 rule. It applies to purchase cardholders, too. 
DOD issued a new policy detailing just how far this provision flows down. The Pentagon says employees who use the government credit card below the micro-purchase threshold for overseas contingency contracting buys at the simplified acquisition threshold and for seven other types of purchases, card buyers must ensure vendors meet the requirements under the interim rule. About half of the Defense Department-run schools in the U.S. will be going remote this semester. 25 schools are asking students to attend online due to COVID-19 concerns. Those schools are mostly in the South, where there has been a large resurgence of the disease. Schools in Puerto Rico will also be moving to online classes. 19 of the schools in Japan and two in Bahrain will also use an online model. Service members may not be getting the mental health services they need from the military. Federal News Network's Scott Massioni has more. More than half of the active duty service members and their families identified as needing mental health care did not receive the help they needed. A new report from the Defense Department Inspector General outlines a lack of access to care for service members and military medical facilities that don't have the proper means of providing care. The report found that in 13 military medical centers, troops were waiting a month or more to get the mental health help they needed. The DOD IG is calling on the Pentagon to update policies to fix the issue. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. House Democrats say the National Labor Relations Board is making it more difficult for its own employees to pursue and resolve discrimination cases before the agency. Members say the NLRB removed non-discrimination protections for LGBTQ employees from its collective bargaining agreement with the agency's professional association. Employees will no longer be allowed to challenge instances of equal employment opportunity discrimination under a grievance system. Lawmakers say that means NLRB employees will need to take their cases to the slow-moving Merit Systems Protection Board or EEOC instead. House Democrats say they condemn the move and want NLRB to reverse course. And the Environmental Protection Agency and its largest union are at odds again. EPA recently signed a new contract with the American Federation of Government Employees. The contract allows EPA employees to telework up to two days a week. EPA Administrator Andrew Wheeler says the agency offered more workplace flexibilities, including more telework. But the agency says AFGE traded a more generous telework policy for more union representation. AFGE says that's not true, and the union made an unfair labor practice charge against EPA for its comments. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast. Subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. And stay up to date on your agency's response to the coronavirus with our coronavirus resource page. I'm Eric White. At the Home Depot, we have plenty of Christmas trees to make your holidays even more magical. Hundreds of full, easy-to-assemble artificial trees that look so real, you may be convinced they actually are. And for those who love that fresh pine smell, we have a parking lot full of fresh-cut trees to call your own. We'll even help you load your tree in the car so you can bring home the holidays. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Did you know Nissan EVs have traveled 8 billion miles? Just a quick trip to Pluto and back. And what did we learn along the way? Well, that an EV can take on the world, like the Nissan LEAF. It can move racing forward and take your breath away, like the all-new Nissan Aria. We learned to make EVs that electrify. 8 billion miles driven by LEAF owners globally since 2010. Aria not yet available for purchase. Expected availability late fall. Subject to change.